Are you thinking that education just isn't for you anymore? If this has been going around in your brain, there are a few things I want you to consider before taking that leap. Welcome to Becoming a Mindful Teacher. This is a podcast for educators who want to improve the lives of children by digging deep into the minds of their students and themselves in order to create a space where it is safe to learn. My name is Winter and I am passionate about helping children break through their mental junk in order to become successful little humans. Join me on this journey each week as we delve into the many ways that we can help our students succeed no matter what difficult situations they've experienced. Let's get started. Hi guys, we are off to start another week. Here is your weekly message from me that you are awesome and that whatever you're doing today, I know that you are doing your best and you are going to make a difference in somebody's life today. Okay. I just want to start off that way because I feel like you need reminded. So even knowing that, I also know that a bunch of you out there have been sitting there telling yourself that you just cannot do education anymore. You are done with the planning, the parents, the admin, the behaviors, all of it. You're just burned out and you're burned out of the the current position that you're in. It isn't worth the havoc that it's causing to your mental health and you're just done. So I was online the other day and I saw that the NEA or the National Education Association recently put out a survey to their members and it came back that 55% of educators are actually considering leaving education sooner than they had expected to. And this includes those who may just be retiring early or those who are actually thinking of just leaving education altogether and moving on to, you know, something completely different, another type of job. And who can blame them? Or should I say, you know, who could blame you? That's it's a literal shit show out there. (laughs) And we are going through a pandemic, something that none of us have ever gone through before. So our administrators are attempting to navigate, you know, these insane waters with no guidance as to what to do and what is right. Um, Not only are we as educators going through this, and these traumatic experiences during these insane times, but those who are supposed to be able to lead us and guide us through this, they are just as traumatized too in this whole situation. And I'm not in any way making excuses for anyone in this situation. I'm just kind of kind of taking that global 30,000 foot view of this situation and noticing that, that we all look like chickens with our heads cut off, <laughs> trying to figure out what in the world to do. Like we just don't know. We've never done this before. So if you are a first-time listener, I want you to know that I hear you. Um, I actually left the world of education for a few years because it really was destroying me as a person. And I was feeling super depressed, yet at the same time, incredibly anxious, which I didn't even know like you could really feel both things at the same time. But I just, I wasn't supported. I felt like I was barely surviving And there was really no end in sight showing me that it was ever going to get better. So I truly, I do get it. And I wanted to share my experiences with you and kind of give you a few points to consider while you take this time to contemplate and really decide if leaving education is for you. So 
before you approach these reflective questions that I'm going to pose to you, I need you to make sure that you are first in a calm and present mental state. Um, Rushing into such a big decision as leaving a career cannot be done impulsively. Uh, Just like our students, we can't make any rational decisions or think clearly when we are in that fight or flight state, feeling unsafe, unprotected, just uncared for. So, you know, before you do this, listen to something calming, some music, maybe physically get into a space where you feel safe, sit with someone, you know, who you love or someone who cares about you and wants you to be happy. So do that. And once you've done that, I want you to contemplate these three questions. The first question is, what are your biggest concerns regarding your current situation? So I want you to list out everything that you absolutely hate about your job. Is it the administration, the students, your curriculum? Is it awful behaviors, how you feel, uh, your own anxiety or depression? Just go ahead and list it all. I just want you to make a huge brain dump where you are honest with yourself and you get it all out. So don't censor yourself. Be completely honest. And only you really know what what it is that's causing you such deep, uncomfortable feelings of wanting to get out of this profession. So be honest. Then with this list, I want you to highlight or underline these thoughts into two categories. I want you to identify the things that are completely out of your control and then the things that are more within you and more affect you internally or are things that you can actually take care of. So for instance, administration and how they treat you or the actions of your school board or maybe even it's like the distance that you travel to get to school. These are all items which are completely out of your control. You can't change the location of your school or who gets hired as your principal or elected as your school board. You can't control getting that email each morning that shows you which class you're going to be covering that day. Those things within your control would be anything more like mental health related any actions that you take or you can take. Maybe it's lesson planning, uh, family life issues, which interfere with your work. Um, Like maybe the amount of time that you're able to spend with your family. Now, this can be kind of tough because at first you're going to argue with me and tell me that the entire list is out of your control because you'll want to assign blame elsewhere and not on yourself. But this is where you have to get really honest with yourself and stop and just really truly determine if it is completely out of your control or not. And there will be some items that kind of live in that gray area where it's kind of a mix between actions you do take, but then others are kind of involved in it and they influence the situation. So if there are some items that really do live in that gray area, maybe you can highlight them a third color or, you know, give them a a little asterisk next to them. When I left teaching, I can tell you that the biggest items on my list were my administration. Um, They were not supportive at all. And really, if I consulted, you know, the me from back then, I would say that I was bullied by my administration and I was severely depressed and anxious. I know in the heat of it all, when I was just surviving through it, I know there had to have been many more items on my list, but these are the ones that like 
you know, that was, gosh, I don't even know, almost 20 years ago. So these are the ones that stick out the most to me that I really remember. The things out of my control out of that were definitely who my administration was. You know, no matter what, my principal was going to be there every day. Um, my mental health issues were ultimately on my end, even though, you know, I could I could 100% say that my principal was adding to my depression, but ultimately he's not able to crawl into my mind and, and make my brain the way it was. So only I have control over my brain, unfortunately. So I, I take, you know, full custody of that one. So then that leads me to the next reflective question. So right now you have brain dumped everything onto the page, everything you hate about your job, everything that's causing you to want to leave. And you've brain dumped it and then you've kind of highlighted it into categories, things completely out of your control and things that might be reflective and and on you. So the second question, what are you doing to improve the situations that only you can control. And again, we have to be 100% honest with ourselves. You you can honestly put down, I do not do a single thing in order to improve my situation at this time. Because maybe you don't have the time to put yourself first and ahead of others, ahead of your kids, ahead of your spouse, your family. Maybe you don't even know where in the world you would begin to fix your situation and reach out of that pit that you are sinking in to begin to feel better. I mean, I've been there. I totally get it. So at there can be a point. There are many of you who will be able to say, I have done nothing. I can't do anything. It is impossible right now to get to a place where I can do anything for me. But maybe... There is one thing that you do do. Maybe you go to the gym. So maybe you head to the gym as a stress reliever, and that is your one moment of peace during the week when you forget the stress of your job. Or maybe you have the rule that you refuse to do any schoolwork at home, and that time is sacred for your family time only. So there's possible that you have at least one thing that you do that is is for you and helping you better those things that are in your control. But remember, please do not shame yourself for what you do or don't do for yourself. We are currently like in this activity and in this exercise, we are only taking inventory at this time. So maybe you even have a close friend who is with you while you answer these questions. Sometimes our friends can see things a little more clearly than we can see it when we're stuck in the middle of it. So ask a friend, you know, and see if if maybe they can identify some things that you do to help you get out of that. The first step, you made that list, you separated it. And then your second step is taking a look just strictly at the ones that are under your control that you could possibly have a hold of. And what do you do to maybe help fix those problems because we can't fix the ones out of our control. So then that takes me to our third question that I want you to reflect on. And that is, would a new job relieve these issues for you? And I'm being serious. You have to be, I feel like I'm a broken record, but I feel like the key word for today's podcast is honesty. Um, you do have to be completely honest with yourself. So looking back, when I made the choice to leave teaching after just four years, I truly thought things would be so much better. And they were for a little while. I was able to leave a 
completely toxic environment for me where I was being supervised by someone who couldn't find anything positive to say to me or about me. And in that case, I I definitely made the right decision. There was no way that I could control him being my principal. And I couldn't wait any longer to see, you know, if I would, if I would move, be able to move schools, if he would move schools, or maybe he would retire. But the thing I didn't take into consideration was my mental health. So I had been anxious and depressed way before I had even started teaching. So really leaving teaching, it took me out of the situations which were anxiety producing, but really it was just kind of lingering there and waiting to flare up, which it did eventually do in the new job. Um, And I can't blame the new job either. It would have happened in whatever new job I got. So I didn't really take any proactive steps to heal that part of me, which made me feel unsafe or sad. And so, you know, I had to take some ownership over that and say, you know, I didn't try to fix that part, which it was completely on me. I could have done that. So I'm not here to sway you towards leaving education or to convince you that you should stay. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just here to help guide you into taking an honest look at the situation. So just as a reminder, the three things that I want you to do to reflect on really getting a good grasp on determining if leaving education would be a right and good fit for you is one, what are your concerns and problems that you're currently facing in your position? And then determine which of these are in and out of your control. Second, then I want you to decide, are you doing anything to improve those situations that are in your control? If you aren't currently doing anything at this time, my current recommendation is to just take one step in a new direction to work on improving your personal situation, you know, the one that is in your control, and see if it makes a difference in your situation. Because I didn't do that, and had I chosen to improve my mental health in the middle of my situation... I can probably guarantee that while it was still a crappy situation, um, you know, those factors that I couldn't control were really crummy, but I may have been able to handle it a little better than I was. And if you are doing stuff to help those situations, that is fantastic. Then you know that you have tried um, some things to make the situation better and they aren't quite working. So you know, if you're starting something new, give it a little time and see if that helps out. And then third, I want you to, you know, consider would a new job eliminate the issues that you're facing? Or will those issues pop up again? So maybe the new job is a new calling for you and you're feeling driven to start something brand new. And that is awesome and amazing. Like we are not all meant to do the same thing. Like I truly believe that we all have our journey And it is meant for us. And if you are doing something, and maybe education was a part of that journey, and maybe now, you know, it's gotten to the point where it has served its purpose, and it's time to do something else. Go for it. I'm here to support you and say, you know, anything to better your life is fantastic. Now, maybe you also recognize that you are attempting to run from something that is more stuck within you rather than outside of you. And maybe hanging on for a few more years while you try to work things out for you might work out better. Whichever decision you make, just know that if you have nobody else, I am here to listen, 
to be a listening ear and I want you to feel free to reach out to me and, you know, share the situations you're in. I'd love to brainstorm with you and help you gain some clarity in the situation. Like I said earlier, um, I don't want you to make any impulsive decisions. So don't do anything that would put you in a more dire situation than you're already in. So for example, when I left teaching, I pursued a job over the summer. So, you know, the the school year had ended and I was like, you know what? In my mind, I was like, I'm done teaching. I'm done. I'm over it. And I'm going to get a new job. Well, I had, you know, about two months to see if I could get a new job. And it was amazing. And I felt like things worked as they were supposed to. And I fell into this awesome awesome job that I was very excited to get. And I was hired, I want to say maybe like towards the end of June, beginning of July. So then I was provided that chance to then have another stream of income. So I I want to make sure that you put yourself in a safe position so that you will um, be able to support yourself. Once you do leave education, I would never want someone to leave education and then put themselves into a situation where they're then struggling more than while they were teaching. So please do that. I want all of you guys to know that you are thought of, you are heard. We are all in this together. We can make it through. Feel free to reach out to me. All of my contact information can be found in the show notes. And I just hope that you have a peaceful and calm week. Take lots of deep breaths, (laughs) find a friend who you can vent to, and we can do this. Have a good week. I will talk with you later. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in more stuff from me, go ahead and join me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at a mindful teacher. You can also join my mailing list to be notified when new podcasts are released. Just head on over to my website at amindfulteacher.com. 